The more contagious British variant strain of COVID appears in test results from several incoming travelers. It's not surprising that we now have confirmation of this variant in the Cayman Islands, as we know it to be virulent and widespread. That's Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee, who says the three are from a selection of 19 positive samples sent for genomic sequencing about two weeks ago. The three samples with the British variant came from travelers from the UK and Barbados. CARFA is able to assist with genomic sequencing for a selection of samples with high viral loads at a rate of about 10 samples a month. Dr. Lee tells Radio Cayman that government's strict adherence to quarantine protocols is keeping the COVID-19 threat at bay. I strongly encourage everyone dealing with travelers to remain vigilant and adhere to infection prevention and control strategies at all times. Of the three people found positive with this more virulent strain of COVID-2, one traveler group has been discharged from quarantine, the other remains in quarantine. In the meantime, the Public Health Department continues its COVID-19 vaccination program for everyone in Stage 1 groups A, B, and C, that's healthcare workers, those with serious medical conditions, or who are considered high risk, as well as those the age of 60 and older. The national vaccination effort continues this week as the Health Services Authority administers the second dose to those eligible for it. Public health will also be starting the next stage of the vaccination program on Wednesday. Similar to stage one, stage two will be broken into two groups and will begin with anyone over the age of 16 with a medical condition that's considered vulnerable to COVID-19. For a complete list of upcoming vaccination clinics, you can head to radiokman.gov.ky. As to the sister islands, the national vaccination program continues there as well. For those in stage one or group A of stage two who have not been vaccinated, the first dose of vaccines will be available Wednesday through Thursday. For those who've been vaccinated 21 days ago, the second dose of the vaccine will be available to them on Saturday, January 30th, the 31st, 1st of February and 2nd of February. The vaccines will be administered from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Aston Ready Center and at the Little Cayman Clinic on Wednesday, the 3rd of February from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Now, if you have any questions about this and you're a resident of the Sister Islands, you can call 925-1190. There is also additional information at hsa.ky. After several reports on social media, the RCIPS Financial Crime Unit says it has begun investigations based on complaints of fraud, where it's alleged that someone's been taking payment for shutter and screen installation works that they don't complete. Police say some of the complaints received go back four years. An investigating officer from FCIU has been appointed to investigate all related complaints, and we're told an investigation file will be prepared for legal ruling in due course. If you have been a victim of this activity, you're asked to make direct contact with the RCIPS Financial Crime Investigation Unit at 949-8797 or email rcips.fcu at rcips.ky. When the island's beaches were closed during the shelter-in-place in 2020, Department of Environment officials say there were little to no disturbances for turtles. In fact, we actually saw new nesting locations on island. But the year still had some challenges. DOE Research Officer Paul Chin. The one that we had, the big one, that um, kind of set the island on edge, also set us at the department um, and our turtle program on edge as well because with the, um, the rising seas and waves, um, the nests are in threat of inundation. And um, with inundation comes um, drowned turtles, baby turtles and eggs. So um, this year it was a little bit more um, tedious than usual because um, a lot of our nests were in um, storm surge um, area, territory. So they had to be moved up the beach and um, in, into safer uh, 
that was um uh that took a lot of man hours uh to to do and um at one point i think we worked a, a 12 or 14 hour day just to move all those nests that were in threat paul says poaching was low in 2020 but there was still some man-made interference but the other issues that we did have was was the lighting and turtles are attracted to artificial lighting and they end up going in the wrong direction, which is why this year we had a major, major push for um, condos and hotels on the um, critical nesting areas. Try to um, emphasize the importance of changing out that lighting to turtle-friendly lighting. Mr. Chin says though it was a record nesting year, that doesn't actually depict how many nesting turtles there are. If you take the 507 recorded in Grand Cayman and divide it by the average of seven nests per turtle, he says it shows there are far fewer than 100 turtles actually nesting on our beaches in Grand Cayman. The University College of the Cayman Islands has a new provost and vice president of academic affairs. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has more. J.D. Mosley-Matchett, who has served as the interim provost and vice president of academic affairs at the University College of the Cayman Islands since May 2020, has been named to the permanent post. As vice president and provost, Mosley-Matchett will oversee the internal operations of UCCI, while UCCI president and CEO Stacy McAfee focuses on more external matters, such as partnering with industry and other educational institutions. McAfee said Mosley Matchett knows the internal operations of the university and is well-liked among faculty and staff. Mosley Matchett is a professor with a broad background, including a doctorate in business administration, a law degree, and experience as a private business owner, has been with UCCI since 2009, and previously served as an interim dean of academic affairs and director of graduate studies. Dr. Stacy McAfee said among the approximately 40 candidates the university considered for the job, Mosley Matchett was the best fit. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The cabinet has decided to name a new national hero, Mrs. Leela McTaggart Ross Scher. The Cayman Islands names a new national hero. This honor recognizes the significance of our contributions as a patriot and nation builder. Not only is she renowned for a national song, Beloved Isle Cayman, but she was also the author of many poems that reflected the Caymanian people, our spirit, and our way of life. Premier the Honorable Alden McLaughlin at Monday's Heroes Day event at Hero Square in Georgetown. It's so long in coming. We've been looking forward to this day for so very long. Um, I think it's well deserved. My grandmother was a champion in so many ways. And um, I'm just so so honored, humbled that, that we've got to see this come to fruition. Great-granddaughter Lisa Scott spoke to Radio Cayman shortly after the ceremony. It, it's something, the song just unifies the whole island. It's just something special about that song. I mean, I sing it every once in a while. I get goosebumps. And I think, I think that it's something that brings us all together. It really does unify us as a country. Monday's event was the culmination of three days of ceremonies in Cayman Brac, at Pedro St. James, and then in Hero Square, recognizing the contribution of seafarers and their families to the development of the islands. On Monday, eight people were welcomed to the Order of the Cayman Islands, and three busts of previously named national heroes unveiled in Hero Square. If you missed it, you can catch the live streams on the CIGTV YouTube channel. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings. With your latest sports, I'm April Cummings. Cayman Junior swim team standout 14-year-old Jillian Crooks did not let the COVID-19 pandemic slow her training down. 
Crooks closed out 2020 as the proud holder of 15 new Siasa and national records, 30 records in total, and even broke a couple of them twice. When asked how she felt about her year. When the swim season of 2020 to 2021 started, my focus was not on breaking records when I started competing again. I honestly wanted to swim again. I wanted to push myself harder than I have ever done in and out of the pool. I was able to get help from Coach Bailey and Coach Caleb. They worked together to help me get back in shape and ready to compete. They believed in my abilities and that helped to motivate me. I want to thank them. I think the records happened because of the coaching I have received and training in a way that really works for me. I am so grateful for my brother Jordan. He has been the best training partner ever. I will cherish these times that I've been training with him. He always encourages me to do the right thing and not to back down from any challenge. I would like to thank my family and my supporters, Coach Grant for his amazing tips, and Coach David and Coach Darren for accommodating my brother and me. I love swimming, and I love representing my home, the Cayman Islands. Three, four, five, all the way. Bailey Weathers, Cayman Swimming's former technical director and national coach, said in 2020, Cayman swimmers almost doubled the number of records broken in 2019 and said when you consider they were out of the water for more than four months with limited access to international competition, it is truly an incredible accomplishment. Weathers said Jillian certainly played a major role in that success. Some 30 players compete in the Cayman Chess Club New Year Tournament at the Georgetown Public Library. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. In the junior beginner section, the youngest ever participant was five years old, Leah Dimitriov, and the top results were Pratik Patik in first, Shivank Suru in second, and Ashutosh Pathak in third. In the intermediate section, joint Luke Sintan and Carlo Barog placed second, and Lucas came in first. In the open section, many players tied for third. Sean Tracy came second, and Kuda Shinek was first with a perfect score of five out of five. The Cayman Chess Club paid special thanks to the tournament director, Malcolm Powell, assisted by Travis Rich and Paula Robinson. The next tournament will be in a few weeks' time. Meanwhile, club meetings are 11 a.m. on Saturdays at the Georgetown Public Library and at 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Tuesdays at the West Indies Wine Company. Reporting for Radio Cayman Sports, I'm Dion Anglin. That is your latest local sports. From Radio Cayman's Newsroom, I'm April Cummings.